The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. What's up, giddy up. We've got a crazy show for you today. Man, that intro's got me pumped up. We got a new intro on the old YouTube the paid YouTube subscribers for last call. Uh, man, we've got a killer show to you to bring you guys today. Just so much going on in the news. This is the golden era. Uh, it's a gold mine for comedians. It's a gold mine for news media outlets because the news just doesn't stop. I thought years ago when Trump wasn't back in office, I thought the media was going to die because that, that was all they had to talk about. And, and still they bring him back a lot. You know, they still fall. They use that sword to fall back on time after time. But I thought they would have nothing. And boy, was I wrong, because we've had so much in it. just this week alone. We have America joining the UK and Canada by sending somebody to prison for 10 years for a meme. We have a school, a high school who put out a project for writing your Favorite sexual fantasy. We're gonna dive all into. It. We're gonna deep dive it. Uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, you. We got Ukrainians assassinating a Russian blogger. So you've got meme people all over the world going to jail for memes, for comedic memes. You've got bloggers, bloggers, not not arms dealers, not lobbyists but bloggers being assassinated in wartime efforts. You've got a president being indicted for something that literally every rich person on earth has done before them. Uh, we've got Bud Light coming out uh, on the homosexual stage and we have people losing their minds over it. It's and it just listen, guys, this is the golden era of news and I'm happy for this show because we get to bring it to you. Big Bird of Cookie Monster Side for tuning in for the first time. This is the Fair Stop channel. All things for first responders, getting them through their day, giving them something to listen to. And this particular show that comes out on Thursdays, Wednesdays to our paid members is Last Call, giving you something else to talk about over the weekend other than dead babies and domestic violence. This is all the other news that you need to know at the barbecue. So that what you're out doing the tactical shits. Tactical guy is in the, the chat spot. We're out doing tactical things, saving lives and doing all the things that a first responder does. You don't have time to sift through the news every single day. And so on Thursdays, we bring all the beautiful news and give it to you from a perspective that you could probably enjoy and respect. And that's the perspective of law enforcement, of, of guys who go out and look at the left side, the right side, the extreme side, the non extreme side. We form our own opinions as former law enforcement officers and, and, and kind of deliver that news is the way it pertains to how we deal with things on a daily basis and we cope with them a little bit of dark humor, but we put it down big bird of cookie monster style for you. And, uh, and so we're going to jump right into all this today. I don't want to waste any time because I don't feel like we have any time to waste. There are so many articles to go through today. I just don't have time for all of it. I want to start off with a feel good story. I'll start off with a feel good story. If you haven't seen this yet, this is a snowboarder who got buried alive. This is a viral video. My kids are trying to get these guys on their podcast, Gromit Vomit, which is an extreme sports podcast put on by children. Um, but they're trying to get these characters on their show. 
Uh, this was a video that captured the moments a skier saves a snowboard snowboarder who is buried under the snow. I'm reading this coming up from Newsweek. I think uh, I think Dead Leg Media's got the clip up on the screen for you guys. Um, for those of you who are paid members or in the YouTube, you can kind of see that. Francis Zuber had been skiing at Mount Baker Ski Area in Washington on March 3rd when he noticed something was amiss, according to the Newsweek article. Uh, he realized that a snowboarder, Ian Stager, was in need of a rescue after a little red flash caught his eye. I've said this a lot. If you're going to go hiking, if you're going to go snowboarding, if you are going to be on a tactical, not a tactical, but if you're going to be on a response team for first responders, that is not the time to be tactical, right? Your OD green pants, they don't help you. So it's not tactical. It's like anti-tactical. It's like if you're traveling abroad and you wear the watch that every military dude wears, that kind of gives you away. If you're wearing shoes that every military guy wears, it gives you away. If you wear pants brands that everybody wears, it gives you away. So when you're snowboarding, when you're cross-country hiking, that's not the time to be tactical. You don't put on the olive drab pants. You need to be wearing like bright reds, greens, blues. Be a part of the solution. If you're one of these guys, right? Like if you're if you're a guy like me that's always prepared, right? So I went hiking in the mountains this this past week, and we we did a couple of day hikes, right? Um, but that is a time when stuff can happen, and I know that I've got some stuff in my car, some uh, some survival first responder type equipment in my vehicle and everything like that. So if I just go hiking down the trail and I'm wearing olive drab, and, you know, I'm wearing my cool infantryman hat or whatever it is, and I don't stand out, if there is somebody in danger. They're not going to come to me, but I'm the guy that's most prepared. I'm the guy that they should come to help. But if I wear something like bright red, if I wear something neon green and I, I look like, I look like a hero. I look like somebody that could save you or an EMS worker. I might have the chance of somebody going, Hey, are you a paramedic or something? Are you a first responder of some sort? Because my brother just slipped and knocked his head over on this rock and we really need help. You know, you want to be part of the thing. So when you're snowboarding, don't be a part of the problem, baby. Be a part of the solution. What saved this guy's life is that he had a red snowboard. Um, if my kid gets into snowboarding, especially back crunchy snowboarding, that that little kid's snowboard is going to be neon yellow. We're not going to do these dark colors because this can happen to anybody. This can happen to anybody. I told you this is a feel-good story, and it is. Um, but what happened here was that, and I don't know the science behind snowboarding. I really don't. But basically, there's leaves, snow hits the leaves, it creates kind of a void underneath that's covered up, and you get deep snow, and you can fall into these things, and you can't get out. This snowboarder falls in head first, feet are straight up in the air. Very quickly, he knew what kind of danger he was in. He takes his jacket, he puts it over his head. Now, he's face down in the snow. This is like eight feet of snow, little feet dangling out. He puts his jacket over his mouth so that he doesn't breathe in the snow, and he just is stuck. He has nowhere to go. Nobody knows where he's at. He's backcountry snowboarder, and he would have died. However, this skier, and there's a great video, um, and he was random. He didn't know this guy, correct? No. He, the, the other guy was just, so they, I guess they were both individually just in the backcountry by themselves. Just by like happen chance, the one guy was, you know, had the accident, and by a chance, the other guy just happened to see a little bit of red sticking up. Right. He stopped because he felt like the snow was starting to give away underneath his feet. Um, and he didn't want to get sucked backwards. So he was like, he stopped and he was trying to move away from the trees so that he wouldn't get sucked into one of these like tree pits. And he notices 
while he's moving that there is a bright orange snowboard. And so he frantically starts digging this video is incredible. He's, he digs it out. He digs the snow away from the face, like right in the nick of time. And he rescues this guy and they continue on down the mountain. Um, they have enjoyed a couple of brews together. And like I said, I'd love to get these guys maybe on one of the shows, if not my kid's show, Grommet Vomit. But if we can get them on on here, that'd be great too. Um, but just a feel-good story, man. And, you know, there's a lot of lessons that I learned from this and that I took away. And that's, you know, it's not always it's not always cool to be tactical. You know, that olive drab and stuff. You know, if you are doing something where you need to be covert or you need to be concealed in some way, shape, or form, or you think that that's the safest bet for you, then go for it. But if you're trying to live that first responder life, if you're really trying to set yourself up for survival, um, having bright colored things, it's like when I was on this dive rescue team, you know, the, the colors are red and black. And I just don't think that red and black do, do, do a lot for you while you're under the water, scuba diving, trying to, to recover dead bodies. I think we need more neon yellows. I think we need some more neon greens just in case one of your ropes break away or you get pinned underneath the water and the next diver's got to go in there. He can identify you in seconds. Um, you know, I think just in very dark, murky waters, red and black aren't, aren't really the way to go. Black helmets, you know, with all the Velcro, that looks cool. But, you know, you're, you're not SEAL Team 6. You're a recovery dive team. You know, I think those helmets should be more of like a neon green color or something that has a fuck ton of lights on it so that you could be saved. So those are kind of dress lessons like I took truck. away from them. Hmm? Dress like a fire truck. Yeah, dress like a fire truck. Uh, but yeah, uh, Tactical Dude in the chat says, God said not today. Absolutely. All right, well, that was your feel-good story because from here, boy, it only goes downhill from here. So uh, next up in the news, and this is something that's insane to me. This is an insane story. I pulled it from Fox. I've read all the other articles. Um, I've also got the New York Post uh, brought up, but this is an Oregon high school. And this is an assignment and this isn't, this isn't isolated. And I'm going to show you several cases of this happening all around the country. And if you've got your kids in public schools or if you got your kids in private schools, I suggest if you haven't learned already through all the recent school shootings, that school is no longer a place for you to just to drop your kids off so that you and your wife can make lots of money so that you guys can have boats that your kids really don't get to play on that much so that you and your wife can go on cruises that your kids don't get to, to, to enjoy as much. Or, you know, you get to have that motorcycle that your child doesn't really get to enjoy much. You know, when both of you guys are in the working house and you're, you're able to afford those things, you could do that in the early days of this kind of new lifestyle that we've created in America. But now you cannot just drop your kids off at school and expect that they are going to be okay. It's going back to the day and time where you actually have to kind of be a parent and you can't just check the block anymore and just assume that your kids are being taught something. You need to be going through your kids' schoolwork. You need to be getting on their cell phones. You need to be going through their bedrooms and seeing what kind of foul crap that they are being exposed to because this is the kind of shit that they are being exposed to in some of these public schools. And you don't want to just take by chance that this isn't happening to your kid. You need to be proactive in making sure that this isn't happening to your kid. An Oregon high school has pulled a suggestive class assignment asking students to write a short story about a sexual fantasy after backlash from parents. I can't even read this. Health class students who missed coursework at Church Hill High School in Eugene, this is in Oregon, where were asked via Canvas, an online learning management system to complete a 10-point assignment titled Fantasy Story. I want to know what perverted fuck this teacher was. He not only should be or she should not be in jail for this. 
I mean, should not be fired, but they should also be in jail for this, 100%. For those students who were absent, you will write a short story of a paragraph or two. This story is a sexual fantasy. This is a quote that will have no penetration of any kind or oral sex or any way of passing an STI. I looked up STI because I'm old school. I didn't know what that is. It's sexually transmitted infection. I don't know what, what happened to sexually transmitted disease. Have we just, we stopped using that term? Well, it's, we, we got to change it every 15 minutes. So okay. we got to, we got to put a new word out, new meeting. It's all that stuff. Yeah. But okay. yeah, it's, this is new. I don't know. New Cause group. yeah. Cause this is the, the Indian disease, style, the Indian style would... of sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. Okay. So the assignment also asked students to choose three items. Here's an example of, of some of those items. They could choose three candles, massage oils. You gotta, you know, you could put that in your sexual fantasy. Feathers. Ooh, you probably know a lot about feathering in high school. Um, flavored syrups. Now, listen, I'm fucking almost 40 years old and I have what I thought was pretty kinky sex. My wife and I, we when we go to Pound Town, baby, we, we fly first class. I have not used feathers. I have not used flavored syrup. I have not used candles other than lighting a candle in the bedroom. But there was some other stuff that they had mentioned in here too. Of some other store, um, uh, a feather boa. What the fuck is a feathered boa? Is that like a, a snake with feathers on it? This is all new to me. I, I'm old, Does anybody I'm old in the chat know what a feathered boa is? I don't know what a feather boa is. I don't kink shame. I don't kink shame. I'm not saying I wouldn't use it. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what a feathered boa is. And, yeah. I, and I would hate to, to think that my high school student, my child, would have to write an article about having sex with a feathered boa. Uh, your story should know that you can show and receive loving physical affection without having penetrating sex. The teacher, Kirk Miller, so this is a dude, added at the... Really? Kirk? Really? You fucking pervert? Getting hundred percent of students jerking off to these to this assignment. This dude is reading. This dude's kink is reading porn. I lived with a guy. I lived with a guy who had a computer and um he would wear headphones and watch anime porn. He was a he was into anime cartoon porn. One time, and this is in the time before Bluetooth or like Bluetooth early days. This would have been like two thousand seven, two thousand eight time frame. So I don't even know if it was called Bluetooth at this point, but either way, one time he was playing his anime porno and it was coming. He thought it was going through headphones, but it was actually playing through some other device in our living room. And so, you know, this just very childlike pornographic audio comes on in the, in the apartment and, and then it stops. I'm thinking homeboy, and I knew he was a porn freak because he had porn logins. His screensaver was all of his like favorite porn stars. This dude was full on addicted to pornography. So now I'm thinking he's watching child porn. So I storm into the room to be like, yo, what in the fuck are you watching in here that is playing through? Now, I lived here with, with several people because we were all in, 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 in the military. So yeah. I go into the room and it's this cartoon animation porn. And he defends himself by saying, dude, they just sound like kids, but they're not kids. And you know, we still laugh at him. So fast forward a couple of weeks, I've got to go print off a document for him. He calls me. He asked me if I'm still at the house. I said, I am. He said, dude, can you go in my room, get on my computer, go to this file and print this document off. And when you come, 
when you come on to brag later in the afternoon, will you drop it off to me? I said, sure. I go on his desktop and it says what what was up was sexual fantasy stories by so-and-so. And so of course I scroll and I'm like, what is he fucking reading? And it's just these like, stories of these like sexual conquests and shit i'm like jesus i close out of it i minimize it it minimizes back into a folder titled sex stories so i ask him about it he says oh yeah dude from time to time i like to just read sex stories and i'm like dude you're fucked up he's like i know right and you know we all laughed it off but i wonder where he's at these days um so there are dudes that jerk off to this shit and they were allowing this dude's kink. That would be like if a teacher came in and started taking pictures of your child's feet. There's you wouldn't no allow it. You wouldn't take allow it. There is no hand. difference. Take pictures of your hands, like that weird, that some of that weird fetish stuff. Yeah. It's it's kids. Yeah. I mean you're basically using kids to fetish uh, to to use as a fetish. You're 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 completing your fetish using children that is the most pedophilic act i can even think of literally guys nobody's mentioning this in these articles mainstream media is not talking about this this guy is getting children to write sexual fantasies on paper so that he can jerk off they're not putting that in there they're not writing that in there but that's what this guy is doing you can't convince me otherwise why would if you're not jerking off to it why would you need to know the sexual fantasies of your high school students and have them write something that you're going to have to grade for 10 fucking points this dude is committing a pedophilic is that a word pedophilic sure this guy is committing pedophilia if i'm a cop and somebody charges this i'm absolutely going to make this arrest i'm going to take warrants out and saying it would be no different if a dude was taking pictures of a child's feet and beating off to it. Or just take him out of the school. So have Kurt walk up to some kids at a skate park with a pen and a piece of paper and say, hey, bud, write me a story. And then I want you to tell me all your sexual stuff about it. How I, That right there, would, yeah. then you put it in. The, and when you put it in context, it adds to how bad it is. He's under the color of authority. He's in a school. This is where kids are supposed to be protected. Like, this is this is huge. Why is this it's not insane. a big problem? And but it's insane. It, but it, mainstream media is just just let me read. Let me read the New York Post. Oregon high school student had to write sexual fantasy, include sex toys in assignment. Okay. Um. And by the way, this fucking guy, this fucking guy, he looks like a fucking creeper. Okay. Uh, an Oregon high school is under fire for an X-rated assignment that asked students to come up with sexual fantasy featuring items such as massageable flavored syrup and feathers. We already covered that. Health class students. These are health class students at high school, Eugene, um, in Eugene, Oregon. We're told to write short story detailing a sexual fantasy, including sex toys, as instructed in a syllabus approved by the district. So people, more than one person has seen this and said, okay. So this at the end of the said. day... When you start to charge people, those are the ones that you get charged for accessory. Right. This is what the assignment says. You will write a short story. This is a quote. This is what it says. You. Don't, I'm not making this up for sensationalizing news. As a matter of fact, this is the one piece of news that should be sensationalized and isn't being sensationalized. You will write a short story of a paragraph or two. This story is a sexual fantasy that will have no capitalized, no penetration of any kind or oral sex. That's what it says. You will choose three items. We already discussed that to use in your story. You should know 
that you can show and receive loving physical affection without having sex. This is a health, this is a health class thing. An assignment earlier in the year titled, With Whom Would You Do It? This is another assignment. So the parents found out about this one assignment. They started doing research. The next, the other assignment that their kid had already done was that the students had to write the initials of both a boy and a girl in the class with whom they would be willing to perform a sexual act with to include anal sex and oral sex. This guy needs to be in jail. He's, be in jail. he's gotta be in and jail. You gotta take it. He's not gonna be in a school for sure. He Ever. can't, he go can't to be school. within 300 meters of a school. It's like nope. Lasro Lopez. You wouldn't put Lasro Lopez within 300 meters of a school full of children. But the worst part about it is, is while this is what's making news right now, it's not the only one. As soon as we started on research on this, I had 50 million of these. So and by the way, by the way, I'm joking about Lasro Lopez. Okay. Lasro Lopez is not a pedophile. He's a great <laughs> friend of mine. Although he looks like a creepy fuck just because he looks so creepy is why I would say he cannot go near 300 meters school. He's never done anything bad, but it's like you wouldn't put a child on an elevator with a lion, even though the lions never bit anyone. It's a lion. You're not, you're not poking the bear and asking for trouble. Yeah, you don't walk by, you don't leave your children. Actually, I would actually, I would 100% leave my kids with Lázaro Lopez because I know him. Because I know him. But if I just on looks alone, no, not a chance. Not a chance. That dude wearing crop tops, white cowboy boots, Daisy Dukes, a mullet, and a mustache, no, not a chance. Paintball. <clears throat> I wonder how close he could get to a school before somebody calls. And, and nowadays, I probably you probably just go sit in on the class. Nobody cares. They'd be like, "Oh, he's living his best life." Maybe that's <clears throat> yeah. This isn't this isn't this isn't just one thing. Catherine Rogers, one of many outraged parents at the school, condemned the sexual fantasy lesson handed out by teacher Kirk Miller. By the way, I can't say that name loud enough. Kirk Miller <clears throat> saying the students in the class felt mortified, awkward, and creeped out. I feel like they should feel like they've been sexually assaulted, and I. Oh my gosh. And if your child wrote one of these excerpts before talking to you about it, you failed as a parent. You should look back and say, damn, what did I do wrong? Because I hope to God that my kid would come back and be like, dad, oh dad, you were right. I didn't think this was ever going to happen. But this creeper, he's want me to write some kind of a sexual fantasy for him. Dad, what do I do about that? I say, son, well, go get the shovel. Put it in the trunk. Go inside. I'm gonna make a few few text messages. Make sure my <laughs> alibi is straight first. <laughs> I'm gonna go fucking throw my phone in phone. the Arctic Ocean. Make make a few phone calls to the GPS. Has my location where I was and wasn't. <laughs> not not that we've thought this out ever at all. I'm just saying, dude. Like any guy that's sexually assaulting children, and I I put this in the category of sexual assaulting children, and I can put it in the category of sexual assaulting children because. The left has been doing it for whatever they deem to be a crime. Uh, like even if you put a meme out that literally nobody responds to, and we're going to get into that in a minute, they can still throw you in prison for 10 years um, for, inter for for fraud without having any evidence. But we'll, we'll get into that that later. So we, you know, we put a picture up. We'll put it up on the last call page. Uh, we'll put a picture of the actual syllabus and assignment. Um, and this is coming from both Fox News. This is also coming from New York Post. So, you know, these aren't fake pictures that are on TikTok or anything like that. So... Um, absolutely disgusting. What are some of the other ones? I know that we brought up some of the other ones. So this, this, isn't, this isn't isolated. 
and it's in one, it's not isolated. Two, it's not isolated to where the geographic, because the next one is out of Florida. Florida teacher allegedly fired after discussing sexual activity with students. Yeah, this read was, that one. That was a crazy article, too. Uh, Florida oh. middle school teacher is claiming that she was fired in March for discussing sexuality with her students. Right. So my first first question with there is, was it health class? And if it wasn't, what the hell were you doing talking about sexuality with your students? You need to be talking to them about two plus two is four, learning angles, learning some science, learning some verbs and nouns and stuff. Like you don't need to be, this is not going to keep your lights on at home. This isn't right. like, you need to learn how to farm. You need to learn how to plant, like to get a skill. Casey Scott was a first year art teacher told ABC affiliate on Tuesday that the events that led to her termination started when a student began asking questions about her sexuality. Scott, who is married to a man, said that she told her students that she is pansexual, meaning she is attracted to all genders. <sighs> she said that LGBTQ students then began to ask if they could create art expressing their own sexualities and identities, and that she hung it on her classroom door. Scott said this was told by the school officials in Lee County, which was roughly 40 miles north of Naples, to remove the artwork, and she said she was then sent home and fired over the phone. Good. So, she, and she should be in jail. <laughs> Like when you tell your, like when I was in high school, like high school, when I was like 17 years old in high school, getting ready to graduate, if I knew my teacher's first name, I thought I was a badass. I'm not going to be talking to my teachers about who I want to have sex with. I'm not going to be Dude, talking to my teachers, like making I, artwork. My, like, my teacher changed her fucking last name like three weeks before school ended and we couldn't figure out why her last name changed. And it's because she had gotten married, but there was like this huge rumor mill, like, we didn't even know we were in high school is how stupid we were when it came to this stuff. We were like, dude, why did your last name? Like maybe her parents died and she got adopted. Like we didn't even, we didn't even know that. Like when you get married, you change your last name. Like you know, people had all these like conspiracy theories of why your teacher changed her last name, you know, three weeks before the end and just kind of find out she, she actually got married, you know, but we didn't even know she was dating. So that's why we were like, well, you know, and, and now these these teachers are talking, uh, telling their students that they're pan fucking sexual. What if I got into a classroom and I say I love sticking my dick in my wife's ass? I don't know why. I fucking love it, dude. I, I just I like the way it smells when it afterwards. I love all of it. I love all of that. You would yeah. you would fucking throw me in jail, dude. You would throw me in jail. So why do we need to have some teacher say like, oh, I'm pansexual. I love sex with, I love threesomes with men, women. Fucking, I, I like to be double penetrated. What, what, you know, what the fuck are you talking about? My teachers, if you ask them something like that, they'd tell you it's none of your goddamn business. You're a student, right? I'm the teacher. There is a boundary there. I can't tell you a single teacher and who they voted for. I have no clue. Well, I, I, I could have no clue. I mean, looking back at it now, I could probably guess. But when I was in school, I would have had no, no idea what my teachers, one, who they were voting for. One person, and it's only because she was married to him. Uh, my fifth grade teacher was married to a senator in Ohio, okay. Senator Myers, back way back then. He came to visit. and She was all on the senator's wife. Da, 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 da. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> state person. Senator. State, state senator. State senator. Yeah. The, the <laughs> only <laughs> person. <laughs> that i ever knew but beyond that like i did like a, like first like a, know your teacher's phone numbers text him this instagram thing facebook you guys like, have got to get a hold of this you yeah. public school parents need to get a hold of this if, I, if i'm a public school parent you know i and, and i'm a first responder 
um, and that's generally who listens to us, you know, if you're, you're proactive in, in getting your range shooting on, right. You're proactive in, in making sure that you got your, your vehicle stops. You're proficient at CPR. You're proficient at tracheotomies. You're proficient at stopping blood loss. All the cool things that a first responder is supposed to be proactive in practicing. You've got your first, you, you've got your active shooter shit down to a T. You know how you're getting into your trunk of your car and grabbing your shotgun and you know how you're loading it on tactical reloading and all this stuff that you practice and you're, you're proactive about. If you're not proactive about what kind of sexual deviant shit your kids learning in school then you're missing the point as a parent and i'm not coming down people say like man eric it's really easy for you to say you know because you, you know you, you're a stay-at-home dad or, or whatever i'm not a stay-at-home dad i work just as much as anybody else I, I, if not more i own multiple businesses um including a distillery which is not easy to run um and, and plus i podcast four days a week so you know i'm not above anybody else but what i'm saying here is like i make mistakes as a parent all the time you know, but I don't celebrate those mistakes. And what I'm saying is you need to look inside of yourself and ask yourself, am I spending the right time with my child? And am I doing the right things in monitoring what they are learning on social media? And again, if your child suffers from anxiety, but has access to a phone, they're going to look know for comfort. What to tell you. I don't know what to tell you there. Uh, because it's hard to have anxiety when you don't know what's going on in the world and you don't have a phone and there are ways around it. And, uh, it'll be hard for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, but listen, you know, my kids are surrounded by this anxiety shit all the time. We just had a kid spend the night the other night, um, who suffers from anxiety. Right. Um, and the kid can't get out of his phone. So I, you know, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly convinced that a phone has a big, big part of the problem here. Uh, but you got to get involved in these kids' lives, guys. It's not a check the block. You got to know what these kids are listening to. You got to understand this shit because this is fucking dangerous, dude. This is fucking dangerous. Every single church that you go to in America, you can just go ahead and put in your brain that there is a pedophile amongst you. And every single school is the same way that there is a pedophile amongst you. There is because it's a target ripe environment. Why wouldn't there be? A fisherman doesn't go to a pond that doesn't have any fish in it. The more fish that are in the pond, the more fishermen are going to visit that pond. The more children that are in one particular area, the more pedophiles that are going to be lured to it. And there's no greater place, there's no two greater places on the face of the earth that a pedophile can get access to children than school and church. And right now, pedophiles are being put on a pedestal. The, 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 you know, the more you say the word pedophile, the more you talk about child sex, the more it's in your brain. It's like when you drive down the road, the more you see billboards of sex pop and strippers pop up on the internet, the more likely you are to pull over and go to a strip club. That's why they do it, right? If you drove down the interstate and you didn't see any billboards to strippers, it might not cross your mind because you might be listening to a cool podcast like this and you may never even think to be... Uh, course into to, to doing something that your wife not might not approve of or, or, or you know spend money that you might should have saved for your children and get off the, the highway and that's why they got rid of most of those advertisements on the highway guys and it's no different the more we put pedophile shit in the news the more we talk about it in the schools the more it allows people to think about it and the more that it's on their brain the more they're going to act on it and that's exactly the environment that's being created for our children. And if you love your children, if you're really, truly serious about protecting the children in general, maybe you don't have kids, but you want to protect the kids and you want to, you know, be on this anti-pedophile train, which I think we should all unanimously bipartisan be a part of, then you've got to be concerned and interested in shit like this. And it's got to be the topic that we beat with a dead horse. We can't beat that horse dead enough. And it's got to be done. 
and it's not that we're or just completely talking down. It's about the lifestyle or, or the, if that's what you, you feel that you're, if that's great, but leave the kids out of it. Cause in the nineties, do you remember the NASCAR Winston cup? Yeah. You don't have Winston cup anymore. Right. Do we even have Winston anything, but there's no. like, we don't we even outlaw have cigarettes. On the pet boys sign. Like you can't, there's no cigars. There's no, uh, you can't advertise tobacco anymore. And then even then, like alcohol is very limited on where you can advertise it. But even that, it's all kind of transitioning into that. But we can put our kinks wherever the fuck we want to do it. Yep. You know what I mean? As long as they're as long as they're not guy on girl sex, right? Because we've banned the whole stripper thing on on the interstates. They've reduced that number enormously. Um, because that's straight sex, right? That's because that, that's, 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 uh, toxic masculinity sex right there. We want your fucking little cuck boy, uh, you know, uh, sissy sex. You know, we, we want you, you know, showing your genitalias and all this other shit. Dude, it's a sick fucking world that we're going in and Bud Light's buying right into it. And and I can't wait, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens to Bud Light right here. And listen, I'm not, again, I'm not anti-gay. Not anti fucking K. I'm anti putting your kinks anywhere. I'm anti the stripper shit on the side of the highway. I'm I'm anti putting your uh, sex novelty store shit all over your little lion's den glory hole Asian massage. I'm against all of it, guys. I am. I think that your kinks belong in the bedroom. Your sex life belongs in the bedroom, and who you fucking want to have sex with is in the bedroom. If you want to do the confines of 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 getting your rights, then do that. But but. But coming after children, coming indoctrinalizing people, putting these crazy ideologies is absolutely insane to me. The whole Bud Light thing um, is off of the rails. Now, Bud Light partnered with a trans influencer. By the way, this trans influencer is obnoxious and fucking culturally inappropriate when it comes to what his display of how women act and behave. If I am a black person and somebody wears blackface, and does some really offensive shit. Obviously, that can't happen anymore. But when it did happen, it's a lot different than the dude that did blackface because he wanted to be Michael Jordan or his favorite basketball player for Halloween. And it was an innocent, I got into character. It's the black faces that 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 acted like uh, mockeries of, of black people. This to me is is the women face of blackface. Like this is a fucking guy putting on a show. To act like what he thinks women are like. And it's disgusting. Because if a woman really acted like this in real life, I'd go fucking gay. If you've seen this asshole, just play the clip really quick. And we'll put this on our last call Instagram for our audio listeners. But this asshole was on uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune or Price is Right. Acting like a fucking animal. He's running around doing all these things. Acting like what he portrays a woman to act like. But he goes to the fucking far extreme. Far extreme of this. And it's absolutely disgusting. It's despicable. It's not entertaining. If anything, it's funny and we should laugh at it. We should make jokes. And then if it is real, we should shame this fucking asshole into never going on to another uh, studio. But this is insane. If you're one of our paid members, you're getting to see it right now. Absolutely out of control. So they choose this guy this dude, this trans thing that that makes women look like fools, like look like idiots. Uh, they make them the poster child of this new uh, we include everybody because we have to put gay and trans into everything uh, woke movement. 
and, and they put this now on a Bud Light can, which when, when does fucking somebody in the ass or tucking your, your dick between your legs so that you look like a chick, when does it have to do anything with drinking fucking beer? Not only that, the timing on it. Last right, week, right after a bunch of people, like right after a trans chick fucking waxes yep. six Christian kids. The amount of stuff and ads kids. that have come out in the last week since that shooting supporting all of this is astronomical. Where's the support for the like if because like, we're at it, war, Josh? We are at war. We just haven't admitted it yet. Yep. We're at a fucking war. We're in war right now. This is war. Like th there is an absolute war going on that the government has created. Listen, we're not we're we're not that divided, guys. We're not that divided. We just don't get to hear the people like myself, you know, that it's not a far right wing nut. I fall in the middle, guys. Listen, I, I'm not some right wing crazy person, but I'm not some left wing crazy person. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of like, let's all work together and figure this shit out like adults. And let's kind of common ground. I understand that you might not have the beliefs that I believe. And so I got to make life comfortable for you. But at the same time, you know, there's got to be a way. Nobody's doing that. And the only voices we hear are these far right or these far left extreme crazy nut jobs. I think the majority of people are in the fucking middle. I, I, so I really do truly believe that everybody that, that is more, there's more people in the middle. I am friends with gay people that would, that would tell you right now, if Jesus Christ came back, he would be outraged over what the church is doing. Let me, let me be, let me be clear on this really quick. Cause I had this, this conversation with a gay friend of mine and I said, listen, gays don't gays belong in church, but gay doesn't belong in church. They say, go ahead and explain that one, Eric. And I said, if I go to church and I look up porn inside of a church, heterosexual married fucking people fucking on things, I am, uh, uh, that is blasphemy, right? That is making a holy place unholy. By me going into a bathroom in a church and looking at pornography in the church, that makes a holy place unholy. If I take my vulgar language, and that is, this is something I do have a problem with. I would never look at porn inside of a church ever. I wouldn't even think about it. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't look at porn anywhere. Uh, but something I would do is swear and accidentally swear in church. I swear I have a problem with swearing. A huge problem with it. Uh, I, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it's a Tourette's or a tick or something, but like I, there's no possible way that I could ever stop swearing. I've been swearing since a very early age. I'll never stop but I'll not do it inside of a church. Or if I do do it in a church, I feel like shit. I feel terrible when I accidentally swear in church because that place is a holy place. It's not a place for me to express myself of who I am. If, if for me and, and for what it was written, a church is a place to go and try to be something you're not. When you run a marathon, you know you're not going to win that marathon. You know you're not going to do it, but you run it to the best of your ability the day that you signed up for the race. And you show up and you run with the passion that you would, the same person that's trying to win it runs with. And so when you go to church, you're going there to be the absolute best person you could possibly be on that day. You don't run a marathon to just try to half-ass a marathon. No, you, you register and sign up for a restaurant, you show up and you give it your best that day. The best that you're feeling about giving it. And when you go to church, you need to put your best foot forward. That's why I think you need to dress with reverence. You need to put your best foot forward when you go to church. That's what the church is for. It's a holy place. It's a holy place. And so it isn't the, it's not a place for your kinks. It's not a place for your sins to be celebrated. It's a time to reflect on those things and try to be a better human.
I know that going to church is not, maybe, maybe it'll make me stop swearing. I doubt it. I doubt it, but maybe it will. But when I go to church on those Sundays, I go there with the mindset that maybe it could happen. If that's what God wants for me, that's what will happen. But I don't take my swearing into church and say, it's impossible. The church will never change me from swearing. So fuck it. I'm going to cuss on the pulpit. I'm going to fucking swear to all my fucking friends at church. And I'm going to just go all in. No, it's not what it's for. And if Jesus came back to this day and he saw that shit going on in the church, he'd be flipping the fucking tables and he'd be losing his mind. If I talked the way I talked inside of a holy place, he would lose his mind. I would not be in favor of God. And so when you put a gay flag in the church, to me, that's just as bad as getting up on the pulpit and saying, man, it was a crazy fucking week this week. Or celebrating your fatness in church. It's not a place to celebrate your gluttony. It's trying to try to reflect and maybe, maybe your reflections will make you not be a fat fuck when you leave. You know what I mean? Sure. Church is so, so sacred that like when, I mean, when you went to war, you had rules of engagement, rules of engagement, the convention, the churches are off limits. You don't mess with them at all. And that's for war. So we're at war. Just leave the churches out of it. But here we go. You know, Ted, a cool dude says, I bet Jesus cursed. I'm sure he's probably joking, but you know, they didn't have curse words back then. They probably didn't have words. Um, you know, and, and literally, I've, I've, I've had this conversation with an interpreter in Afghanistan. They don't have fucking cuss words. They don't have swear words. They were like, why would you invent words that you cannot say? Now, you can you can bla use blasphemy, right? Like, you, you can say, you can denounce things. And, and you know, but they don't have, like, words that are like, no, we're going to deem that word off limits and bad. Can't say it. Like, and, and, and I'm sure somebody could probably argue with that with me. But I don't, I think, like, culturally. Um, so you probably didn't necessarily swear. Uh because even in just culture, this just culturally, we have the N word. Like right. we have, like there, there are word, there are things that we just culturally don't say, or then, and that's just evolved over time. That's not stuff that's come from the Bible. That's just because we've made Harry Potter come true. We've made Harry yep. Potter come true. Like you know, but you, you know, so you know, bringing bringing your gay pride flag into church and celebrating it is, is disgusting. Um, you know, bringing anything like that in, into church is, is in my opinion, disgusting. And it's, it's not biblical. Um, I, I don't think, you know, again, does Jesus not love me because I swear? No, Jesus loves me because I, you know, not, but because I swear, but Jesus loves me for other reasons. Right. Um, and, and so, but he doesn't like that. I swear. Probably. He probably doesn't like that. I say, heinous crass shit all the time you probably would like me to do better and i try to be better every day try right so hate the sin not the sinner is a real freaking thing man that's a real thing but, but right now we're putting our trans we're putting our sins everywhere and uh and so that's why i think it's it's such a big deal right now is that everybody christians are under attack uh transgenders of coming after coming after christians um the churches that are allowing these gay pride flags and these gay pride days at their churches, that's an attack on Christianity. That's not real. That's not biblical. And the people that are doing that are not biblical human beings. They're not Christians. It'd be like me going into a black church and trying to pretend to be a black pastor. I'm not a black pastor. I'm a fake. I'm a fraud, right? You know, you're Joel Olsteins. You know, th those guys aren't real. Those guys aren't real believers. They're not. So it's a money grab. It's a money grab. Um, and, and, and so this guy right here is a money grab as well. Uh, but, but the fact that Bud Light ha has to put somebody's sexuality or somebody's religion, you know what I mean? We're not putting Christian heroes on Bud Light cans. 
we're not putting, uh, you know, um, veterans. Know. Yeah, yeah we're not putting like veterans. Yeah, do, do we have a veterans? Cheers to 365 days. What the fuck, man? How about cheer, just drink fucking beer, dude? You're you're getting a political. You're joining the war against Christians. You're joining the war against the 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 middle class. The, like, and I don't say the middle class, but it's you know mainly the middle class seems middle of the road. It's a war with people who are middle of the road. They are forcing us. And I shouldn't have said Christians. I should have said the middle middle road folks. They're forcing you to pick a side right now. They're 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 pitting you against your children. They're pitting you again. And, and if you're not at battle, if you're not equipped to, to fight this war, you're going to lose. You're going to lose your kids to this nonsense. It's crazy talk. You're going to lose your kids because they are the they are the ones that their, their minds can be molded the easiest. They're, They're the, the young dogs that can be trained. And if you're not training them correctly, somebody else is going to train them in bad behavior. And when they see it in schools and they see it on these Budweiser cans, all this shit, when they see the country music videos with a bunch of transvestites acting like absolute fucking weirdos, that shit's going to stick to their brains. Because what do kids like the most, man? Was, was, was Did they create Barney to be just some kind of like normal story? Because th Did, they, did they make Mr. Rogers with just a bunch of normal shit or did they add Wazoo puppets and Wazoo sound effects? What about Teletubbies? No, they use the weird shit because kids love weird shit. Their tension grab, their their the psychological mind of a kid and how manipulative they can be, like how easy they can manipulate, can be manipulated. It's incredible. Not only just regular adults can be manipulated, but kids themselves. They that's when you're you're learning how to do everything. Like you're learning how to walk. You're learning how to tie your shoes. You're learning how to do your ABCs. You're learning how to who fuck. No, you need to learn your ABCs. Who you're gonna fuck's gonna come down like 18, 19 years down the road. Let, let's get through right. this other stuff first and keep this other shit. Just keep keep it out of the school. Keep it out of church. Let church be church. Church is a sacred place. Like, yeah, I, I feel bad taking a poo in church. I'm not going to yeah. say shit in church, but just saying because I just I feel dirty saying taking a shit in church. Just saying right. that I feel dirty. Listen, I don't even go to church very often, but when I do, I, I accidentally swore when I was in church and, uh, and people laugh. People thought it was funny. But, you know, I'm not there for attention. I'm no. not there to make people laugh. I'm not nope. there to make people think I look nice. I'm there to worship for reverent respect and to worship and to learn and to be convicted and to deal with things. But if you go to church now, you've got the girls wearing the short skirts. You got the moms with their push-up padded bras on. You've got uh you you've got the dads with their extravagant suits. You've got dads with their baseball teams on their ties, their football teams, as if anybody that's going to church should give a fuck about who you are rooting for in today's football game. I don't even wear my sommelier pen or my airborne pen when I go to church because there's, you, you should go to church and not expect any attention on yourself. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. It's not about if you you. Jesus. Then shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a wedding, dude. You don't, you don't outperform at the wedding. You don't yep. dance better at the wedding than, than the groom and the bride. You don't, unless it's to get everybody else dancing, right? But you don't become the star of the show. Nope. You don't become, you don't dress better. You don't dress nicer, you know, um, but we, but we're, we're, we're a society that is thirsty, thirsty for attention. Um, by the way, if you ever see me at, at church or if you ever see me at, uh, at a wedding, I'm, I, I'm always the gray man. Um, and, and I always, and I, and I try to, to not be the life of those shows on purpose. Because I want that to be about you. I, I'm the podcast is all about me, um, but church is not about me, man. 
Um, and not everywhere I go needs to be about me. And if I'm coming to your graduation party and I'm wearing all my pens of my accomplishments, am I going there about you or am I going there to show everybody there that I'm, I'm bigger than you? No. And, and I have a real problem with, with, with that. And I, and I see it more and more in society. I used to work funeral details, man. And, and the, the amount of people that use funerals to boost their own social media posts or whatever, you know, or to post like, you know, this person died and they write this whole thing. It's, it becomes about not about the history of that person's life. It comes about the, the way you feel, right? It's about your feelings, not about the family's feelings or whatever. So anyway, uh, you know, just, just sad times right now. Uh, I want to jump over to, to this next story. This is crazy. You know, I, I'm over this whole trans bullshit with Bud, Bud, Bud Light. Um, but right now, we'll allow all this stuff, right? But now we've got social media influencer, Doug, Douglas Mangan. This is a huge story in the news that didn't come out. Um, and didn't get the, what it deserved, I believe. But social media influencer Douglas Mackey convicted of election interference in 2016 presidential race. This guy posted a meme. Um, and we've got it posted right here. here. Here's the meme. It's a picture of a black woman. Um, it says African Americans for Hillary Clinton president. It says in big red bold letters, avoid the line, vote from your house, text Hillary to 59925, vote for Hillary and be a part of history. Now this is... Uh, Coming from a guy, who, now his handle, um, his social media handle is uh, Publis Gaius at the Ricky Vaughn with a skull and a uh, Make America Great Again hat on. It says hashtag I'm with her, hashtag go Hillary. Now this was actually kind of in response to another video that had been made by a famous person named uh, Christine Wong. And we have the we have it pulled up here for the paid members. You can see it. Christine Wong has a Trump sign behind her. She has uh, two Trump signs behind her. She's wearing a Make America Great Again hat on. Now, you would be really convinced by this person that she is actually a Trump fan. This isn't a meme with any noticeable meme qualities. This is a video from a woman who has millions of followers. Right. Does she have a million? This has been retweeted millions of times, at least over a million times she has um, 227,000 followers okay well the other guy had 50,000 so she has 200,000 yeah yep. um and, and she's some actress right so she, she's got you know three almost three times as many followers as this guy does and she had made a video in 2008 that says if you want to vote for trump join me on wednesday blah 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 blah, blah date which was not the day to vote and vote for trump we'll see you at the polls on wednesday blah blah blah, blah, blah. you know i'm a trump you know and none of this makes it look farcical or a joke however she does not get arrested she doesn't even have her tiktok taken down it's still up this guy gets banned for life from twitter he gets banned from life from all the social media things and now he has been arrested and he is up for 10 years for tweeting the tweet about the russian uh, about miss disinformation campaign which nobody nobody clicked on or is there evidence that anybody texted the number except for the fbi not only that this is happening here this is in the united states of america this isn't happening in canada this isn't happening in uk this isn't happening in russia or china this happened here a guy made a meme and they're trying to put him in jail for 10 years for it when you have another example that's not being, it's not even being looked at. So it's not that we have a rule of law. It's that it's not applied equally. So then it's, you, you, you go back to the, are we at, the, at war? 
at what point do do you say what okay i don't believe in law you've got new york that's just doing whatever the hell they want telling me that's the safest city in the safe city in america but this this is ridiculous this is absolutely ridiculous like just sitting here thinking of all the funny memes and things that we come up with any one of those could land us in prison for 10 years now right right that that's and what the bigger thing is, is not only this is one person, but that tells you and it tells me and tells everybody else. Every time you think about making a funny meme, I don't know. I don't you know, know I and what, what is it, like if this is happening now from a meme that was from back in 2016, where does this put us in 2030? How well, far, where, where how are we further? at in 2030 when they come back to go through these podcasts and they say, this is the shit that you said about the left, you know? We're going to take you away from your family and we're going to imprison you guys pay attention, pay attention to what's going on around you. These are discussions you need to be having, dude. Like I know we don't want to rock the boat and I'm so tired of hearing people. I don't really want to talk politics. You're part of the problem, dude. If you don't want to talk to politics right now, you when the politics is what taking this great country away from everybody. And it is, I don't want to sound like a crazy person, but you got to show me some evidence that the government isn't taking this country away. Every single day, we are inching closer and closer and closer to communism. Every single day. Convince me otherwise. Convince me that we're not moving. Convince me of a time in America when it would be okay for somebody to go to jail over a meme. There was a person in the UK. This was, a, and I thought this story was the craziest story in the news until now. Until now that I know that it happened here in America. This is a UK man arrested for malicious communications. That's what he was charged with in the United in, in UK. Now, have different laws than us. After posting a meme mocking a transgender flag, he took a transgender flag and he put it together rectangularly on top of each other, and it makes a swastika. It makes a perfect swastika. Now he didn't just make it make a swastika. It does that on its own. If you make a cross, if you put uh, one gay flag vertical and you take another one and put it vertical the opposite direction and then you put one horizontally in the opposite direction, it by proxy makes itself a swastika. Is that true? Yep. I'm trying to bring it up. StreamYard's kind of being dumb right now. Okay. So he did that and says, and, and makes a comment about, uh, it says, um, and he's going to bring it up here in a second, but but he but, but, oh, he just he he literally made the he he made the image, and another man shared the image on social media. Now the guy who made the image did not get arrested, but the man who shared the image did get arrested. And there was a whole video on TikTok, and he's asking, "Why am I being arrested for something I didn't even make? All I did was share this." And he said, "Because somebody complained that you by you sharing this." And this is a quote, someone has been caused anxiety based on your social media post, and that is why you are being arrested. Now, this is from the British police, and this is why anytime a British person opens their fucking mouth about Second Amendment rights, I laugh him right in the face, because this shit never happened over here. But now it is happening over here. But now, now it is happening over here. And... Before this, I would say, you you come after me some bullshit like this, and I'll show you why we have the Second Amendment. But now it's actually happened in the United States. It's happening here. So so five years ago, this, to me, would have been, no doubt, fucking hands down, this is war. This is where, this is where, this is the hill that I, that I lose it all on, 
right? Is, is I give up my family for this. I, I do all that. I go full fucking Patriot on this. This is where I, five years ago. Now it's happening before my eyes. And all I'm doing is talking about it on a podcast. And that's fine. You know, I'm, I mean, because I, I you know, I, I've, I'm older now and I see, you know, the problems with violence. And, and, and I still believe that there's a way to talk this out. I don't want to be that guy that just goes straight to war on things. I think there needs to be a way to talk things out. Problem is you're not, there's no voice. We don't have a voice anymore. We don't have a voice anymore to talk about shit like this because they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. They're getting away with it. We know that Epstein was murdered. We fucking know it. And we know that Bill Clinton, and we know that all these guys have, have created, Joe Rogan talked about it uh, year, years before this came out, that there was an island that, that was paid for by the government that you could go and have sex with little kids on. He knew it. We all knew it. We could see the Joe Rogan episode. That was years before this ever came out. The shit's out there. Look, we know for a fact that this happened. We're all okay with it. It's all okay. Now we have a gentleman, Dylan. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Douglas. What is D Douglas? Douglas Mackey, who's being arrested for a fucking meme that he put out in 2016, where we don't even have any evidence that it swayed, swayed the election or not. What they have is that 4,000 people saw it before it was taken down. And out of those 4,000, they don't have one single message that somebody actually didn't vote for Hillary Clinton based on this fucking meme. And, I, and let's be real here. If somebody did fall for that, do we really think that they should have voted anyway? Should their vote well, have it, really counted? If, you're that if we're going to be stupid. If we're going to be real, real, where's her charges? That That's the real problem. If we're going to be real, real, if we're going to take the rule of law, then we all have to abide by it. The same rule. We have the Democrats and everybody saying no one's above the law. No one's above. Well, okay. Then why are we not applying it here? This is right now. This is up. Uh, 20 or 2,500 quotes. Like, yeah, why is it still up? Why, why is it still up? up? Where, when, when's her trial? Right. When, 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 when does she I'm get gonna, banned from, from Twitter? What she did to me is absolutely worse. And I don't think it's even, I don't even think that it's subjective. Like I think that any, like any reasonable person would look, if you put the two of those and you, and you you didn't have Trump involved, but you had some name like of some Saudi Arabian prince and you said like, which one's disinformation, this one or this one, you would be like, oh, the one right here with the Wong lady is definitely more convincing. And I would definitely be more convinced to show up to the polls on Wednesday than I would be to think that my, my text would go through in voting. Like, come on, man. I've never like, seen her you before. You can't and text in a fucking vote. You know that everybody knows that. But I've never seen her me before. right now to go vote tomorrow, Josh, I'm so fucking stupid. If you were like Tansy, don't forget to go vote tomorrow. I'd be like, Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Like the, like the, with the voting with like, I don't know her. I've never followed her, never seen her before today. So I'm, I don't know if she's a Trump supporter or if she's a Biden supporter. I don't know where her support is, but looking at this, this looks like she's a Trump supporter. It's yeah, like, she's like, full on. and she's these, Asian. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's using all the cards, man, to do, yep. to make you think that you should go to the polls on Wednesday and then getting a laugh and a joke at all the fucking dumbasses that fell for it. And those same dumbasses that fought for it probably shouldn't vote either. You know what I mean? If you're too stupid, if you tell me, Josh, that I got to go vote tomorrow and don't forget to vote, the first thing I'm going to do is Google what, what, where am I voting at tomorrow and who am I voting for? <laughs> and then it's going to, then, then I'm going to find anything out about it. And then I'm going to realize that you're a fucking idiot and, yeah. and you were, you know, bamboozling me. 
But if I just took on your word that I'm supposed to vote tomorrow and I don't even know who I'm voting for and I just show up, I don't have any, I shouldn't even have the right to vote in the first place. So, you know, the fact that this guy is going to jail for 10 fucking years, guys, this is big news, man. This is big news. This is the biggest news week that I have seen to date, which it just keeps getting crazier and crazier, which makes this, this show more and more fun and gives so much shit to talk about over the weekend. Um, so much ammo to talk about. One more thing I want to get through. Oh, yeah, here's the go ahead and put, yeah, the, put the picture back yeah. up there. And we'll put this out there on our Instagram. Yeah, but that's, all that that's all he did was post that picture of the gay pride flag. Um, and, and it makes its own swastika. He didn't like reinvent the flag. He just put the flags together, like just repositioned the flags, not repositioned what's on the flag. The flag itself creates its own swastika, which is fucking bizarro. Like, what are the odds of that? Can you do that with the American flag? Can you do that with a Chinese flag? Can you do that with the state of Florida flag? If you put the state of Florida flag together in the same way he put that together, does it make a swastika? No, it does not. Neither does the North Carolina flag. So I do find that that's very weird that it makes a perfect swastika by using four flags. If you put four flags together vertically and horizontally, it makes a perfect swastika. That's fucking weird. That's like some of that Illuminati messaging kind of shit that just is, is just weird, right? And I don't think that you go to jail for that because it caused somebody anxiety. That's a UK British thing. That's that's for a country that doesn't have doesn't have Second Amendment rights. Like so, we were talking a couple of days ago, but when we were talking about bringing this up, the swastika itself. The only reason that it's bad is because Hitler in Germany. There's right, still if you places go to an Indian are, store right now. If you go to an Indian store, a dot a dot Indian store, you will see swastikas in the store. Not in a Nazi hateful way. It's because it is widely used with their Hindu. God it's like stuff. peace and love or something like that. Yeah. And it's been like that for, for way before even Hitler was even a little sperm in someone's nuts. Like, so we've, we've just said that that's gone. That's gone. The mustache that he had is gone. Like there's a lot of things right, that we haircut, just you can't have the Hitler that haircut. You can't, like that guy ruined everything for everybody. Yep. Can't name your kid Adolf. What if you thought Adolf no. was a pretty name Not anymore? You know, you call mad. I have a little ad at home. I have to pay for it, pay for my ad. Nope. All right. Crazy shit. All right. Last story. Um, U.S. provides Ukraine with. Oh, we wanted to talk about the the guy that got blown up. Yep. Let's do that one instead. By the way, though, just okay. just to, just to let you guys know, the U.S. did provide Ukraine with another two point six billion dollars in military aid while this whole Trump thing was going off. Off, not two point six billion dollars to clean up the homelessness in San Francisco or the you know property violence going on in, in or the property crimes going on in Oregon or the black on black crime that's going on in Chicago or the crazy shit that's going on in Florida. No, we're going to spend two point six billion dollars in aiding a country that there's no feasible way it can win a war against Russia. Okay. Um, yep. Now, quiet. speaking that, of which, the, the a Russian part. blogger, a Russian blogger, uh, who was a pro-Ukraine war blogger, um, but actually he blogged against the government because he didn't feel that the government of Russia was being violent enough. I don't agree with that, right? But I mean, listen, this is Russia, right? They're Russians, and Russians are going to do Russian shit, just like Americans are going to do American shit, just like we had Americans that actually, myself included. Tucker Carlson even admitted to this. Tons of Americans got on board with the whole Iraq war shit. 
All right. It just happens, right? Your country, you, you blindly follow your country. So you got Russians blindly following Russians, and he thinks that we could wipe Ukraine off the map, which they could if they wanted to, but we're not doing it. We're, you know, we're, we're wasting time. We're wasting energy. And I think if we're going to be at war with Ukraine, he blogs about how you should just write them off the fuck of the map and you let's get it on with. Like, let's go ahead and get this over with. By the way, he, he kind of references that, you know, the United States didn't really want to go to war with Japan and they nuked two cities that didn't have really other military they didn't have any military soldiers in the city they only had civilians who were providing uh manufacturing to the war effort so imagine you're just a citizen you're going to work you're making outfits for the war effort you're making watch bands for the war effort whatever which is what we do right here in the united states for any of our wars and then somebody nuked them it's nothing but civilians who need work who got work and 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 they're all manufacturers and that's just you know that's like if you went and blew up lockheed martin and killed all the civilians is it lockheed martin's fault or is it the soldier that's on the ground so um but the referencing that the united states went into that war real quick by killing i don't even know how many civilians were killed in nagasaki and hiroshima i have no I idea can't even fathom that shit but i guarantee you it was a lot you know and so that's what regardless that's what this guy is blogging about so he's not really anti-russia but he doesn't really agree with the way russia is doing the war and he blogs about it. And so he had a little meetup, just like we have a Feather Stop meetup coming up pretty soon on February, I mean, on April 12th, next Wednesday, um, which we're really excited about. One more and I'm out of your podcast, guys. Um, and so he goes to a cafe full of civilians and a Ukrainian comes in there and they assassinate this guy and all of his followers. So you want to assassinate somebody, shoot them, right? If you, if you can get an explosive to somebody, then you could blow up maybe their car, right? You could, uh, if you've got access to an explosive and you got access to them, um, you know, you could blow them up in a bathroom. Wait till they go to the bathroom. You could blow them up. But they don't. They blow them in the middle of the cafe, in the middle of all of these people um, at a conference because they wanted to kill as many people and maim as many people that they didn't agree with as possible. Now, listen, war is hell, right? War is hell. I get it. I get it. Not, I'm not, not anti what they did. But it's a blogger. And at the end of the day, if we're gonna be if we're gonna play by war rules, we're gonna be fair. Can we blame Putin for arresting a journalist that he suspects is spying? In a time when you have other spies infiltrating St. Petersburg, Russia, right? Where Vladimir Putin was born, symbolism there is uncanny. Go right into St. Petersburg right in the prime part of the morning, go right into a cafe full of civilians and you blow up a fucking blogger, a war blogger, not an arms dealer, not a, uh, you know, not a person, tra- you know, wh- whatever other kind of war crimes can be held. No, this guy blogs about war. Talks about it. Talks about it. And they assassinate him. And, you know, Why? Why choose, why go after a blogger? If you've got the means, if you're Ukraine and you've got, if you've got assets in St. Petersburg and you've got explosives in St. Petersburg, that's your target? You you think that's going to help the world understand your war effort? Or don't let them into the country. I mean, there's a, there's a start there. You have immigration rules. So stop, stop there, but you're proving a, you're making a point with a big public thing like that. I mean, 
if you think back to the Taliban and every like all of the the terrorist attack, it, it's done to make a point. It's done in a public place. It's done to get casual. Like there's a reason why it wasn't just him. They wanted to make a message. Right. And I and I and I think, though, here is that he's saying that he talked about how Russia was giving Wagner ammo and food. And he talked about the Russian loses on the front lines on now Putin is running the war. So I, I think this is where, you know, and, and this is where, you know, Russian propaganda versus American propaganda. It's like, who do you believe? Right. I don't think that Putin goes after somebody that's pro war, even if he's anti the way you're running the war. I don't think that's where you kill your own civilians and your own people. He hasn't, he hasn't really had a history of that. I, I haven't seen anything of, of that blatant. Um, and plus the KGB poisons people, right? The KGB has done these things, but they've done it very concise and very surgically. This was very sloppy. Yeah, this was, You guys talked about it last night on last call. This was very sloppy the way that this was taken. This or, doesn't really have KGB written on it. KGB would have done it like a, like a real who done it. And this is, this is, there's a witness, you know, there's a woman that brought a bust to him that was in blown up in his hands. Um, you know, that's not, that's not how the KGB works. The KGB would have just shot this dude and then would have poisoned each one of the people that were in the restaurant. Um, their food would have been poisoned or something. You know what I mean? It wouldn't have been an explosion where it would have been like everybody could see what happened and it creates tons of noise, tons of press coverage, tons of pictures, tons you of video. Want, so I, I'm, do, I'm more willing to think that this was Ukraine. They would like, they would do it to me. They wouldn't want to make it a big public thing. Because the idea with them, with with the KGB, is if you want to get rid of them, you just want to get rid of them. You want to make them go away, disappear, like disappearing. Yeah, I mean, you can disappear someone and by and blowing them up. I bet you, up. Putin is the kind of guy that if he doesn't like the articles that you're writing and he really has a problem about it, you know about it before you got blown up. Yep. Like I think they would probably know. visit you. You'd probably be interrogated. Like I was just watching a video of the Nelk Boys going to talk about that one. We were just talking before we went live. They, even them, them with the YouTube stuff to just come to Ukraine, they were interrogated for two hours a piece. Each one of their film crew people, all the, the whole thing. Yeah. So, and you think like, so, okay. I, I, I like, I like the debate here. He says that, uh, uh, journalists, oh no, um, Putin, why would Putin waste his time on flight? I saw somebody else that had a comment on here, um, about he wanted to make a statement. I don't know who wrote it, but he said he wanted to make a statement to others. Uh, no, if Putin wanted to make a statement, he'd fucking kill that dude himself and make a statement like the guy is not afraid of making statements he doesn't do things like over he doesn't do things covertly um by necessarily being overt if that makes sense he does things that you know like oh you want to blog about me okay well you're being arrested for misinformation and you're going to go to a work camp for misinformation where you're going to work yourself for the next 20 years to death then everybody else is like oh shit i should not write this because that's what's going to happen to me I don't think, I, I think that would have been, I, I think that's much more plausible or much more probable, not plausible. That would be much more probable that he would take that route. In my mind, in my military strategic mind, which I've only served in the military and been in war and have, you know, limited planning and things. I just, I don't see, I, me personally as a C student at best, I would say that it's more probable that it was Ukraine uh, and a Ukraine sympathizer, um, which is, again, war as hell and you've got to do things that you wouldn't want to do. And I'm not knocking Ukraine for doing it. I just think you got the to optics. choose. The optics aren't good. It's not a good, it wasn't a great move on your part. It wasn't a great move on your part. Um, 
I would have went after, you know, take it back to what's the movie uh, with uh, Brad Pitt and Glorious Bastards, you know? Yep. Where you go after like some real good money or something like that. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. I just think it's, I think it's a crazy time when bloggers, memers, I don't think there's a coincidence here either. They, you know, in the past several months that bloggers and uh, social media people are the ones going to jail and being killed right now. Because like, they're the ones that are telling Because if you think about the media, the media is, we'll, we'll just go ahead and say it, the media is bought and paid for. So everything right. that comes out of their mouth is being told by somebody that you're not hearing what you want to hear or what they don't want you there. They don't want you to hear it. You're not going to hear it. So you're looking at people you're in the full truth form or from the bloggers and the meat, like the memes are jokes, but they're, they have some truth to the base of it. Like they're, that's right. a reason it's funny. Like, well, yeah, like Babylon B like that shit's yeah. funny. Cause it's kind of true. Until it comes true. <laughs> then, and then it becomes scary as shit. And we talk about it on here, <laughs> but yeah. like, like they're, they're, they're talking the actual truth. They're telling you what's going on. It's they're not telling you what the problem It's not being filtered through, through all these other people. So because they can't control what you're saying, then you're going to get blown up in a cafe with 30 of your followers. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just crazy times that we're living in, man. And, and really just, I really enjoy last call because it keeps me in tune. I think these, you know, what, what was GI Joe? What did they say? Knowing was half the battle. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. If you're if you if you're gonna live under a log, and you're just gonna live under the basis, well, I don't want to get into politics. Uh, you're not a warrior, man. You're not a warrior because if you don't to. know, if you're not into these things, then you can't fight them and stop them before it's too late. So, you know, you remember at the beginning of the movie The Patriot, where he was just, you know, uh, he, he didn't just wait until his family was killed before he went to war. He was trying his heart out. He was going onto the the floor and trying to preach to people and tell them this isn't this isn't great guys this isn't good like probably don't do this with the red coats this is what the war is going to look like blah blah blah, blah. you know you, you know before this shit starts man you got to get out ahead of it and if you're not you know you get you then, gotta then you're be not a, you're not a real warrior man you you've got to be able to to know what's going on politically choose a side um and then if you don't you're going to be the one like the patriot man we, we, you, you know your kids are kids are wax i guess i didn't really explain that well enough what i'm saying is, is that he didn't want to pick a side and it came to his kids getting murdered and then he had to pick a side what i'm trying to tell you is don't don't wait till that point don't beat that guy don't be that guy that waits till your kid gets diddled and you have to go fucking lay waste and in bloodlines just get ahead of it go to your school board meetings be like i want to see the curriculum i want to see the syllabus I will pull my kid out of here right now if you try to teach him any transgender bullshit, any kind of sexual orientation bullshit, except how to wrap your dick with a condom and be safe however you have sex. The end. Even then, not until that's like 15, 16 years old when you're almost ready to be an adult. Like we enter, like kids aren't allowed to buy cigarettes. Kids aren't allowed to buy alcohol. Kids aren't allowed to buy that stuff because we know that that's bad and it's influence. Like we have things that we've purposely don't allow kids. There's a barrier because of age, because of this, this sexualization should be no different. You're not right. allowed to go to a strip club until you're 18. So why are right. we putting a strip club in the elementary school? Right. It's just, just because the stripper is a guy in a girl's outfit. If it's a girl in a girl's outfit, if one's not okay, the other's not okay. Then not, not that I'm saying that we need to put stripper poles and, and we just, it's a just fuck show. Cause that's not what needs to be. Stripper poles need to stay in the strip club. Yeah. Elementary schools get elementary school books. 
That's it. It's not fucking rocket science. Rocket science is for Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, Ted's cool dude says, do you think it could have been Ukrainian partisans? Yeah, it could have been. I just think that on the world stage, um, especially what the media puts out is that it's Ukraine. And, and, and my kind of, I guess my whole point to all of this is that it's not a good look. Uh, It's not a good look that a blogger, um, you know, I, I don't like, I, I you know, I, I wouldn't want any media news outlet person to be murdered or assassinated. It's too scary because putting out information, everybody should be allowed to do it. Even if it, even if it's misinformation. Just think how slippery that slope is. How I mean, like, We had the National how... Enquirer forever, forever and, and, and it never hurt anybody, uh, you know. New York yeah, Times has become the National Enquirer with all the headlines they have now. All right. Tad, a cool dude. Porn sites are 18 and over also, except that there's no login to get on a porn website. Anybody, any child can jump on the phone and get on a porn website right now. I can Google it. And there's no barrier to entry right now. No barriers whatsoever on the interwebs to pornography. Zero. Um, and I think that's gross. I think you should have to have a login. Um, yeah. That's terrible. That's terrible that, that you don't have to have a login to get into porno. Um, and, and that because it leads to so much sex trafficking and, 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 and hell, listen, the, the porn stars themselves aren't going to get paid. If everything is just accessible, um, then, then, then how do the pornography, you know, how do these, the porn people get paid? They don't, you know, they got, they got to do their ad reads. They got to do their this ad, ad reads, you know, they stop in the middle of it and go, stop. This lubrication moment was brought to you by KY lubricating jelly. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Maybe they get money just like they do with YouTube with the clicks and, 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 but you know, again, I'm a save the children advocate and because I'm a save the children advocate, I say that I don't care about your rights to make money. I care more about children's rights to be protected. And, uh, uh, I think kids' rights to be protected outweighs your rights to, uh, to just put your porn, you know, free as I think you can make the same argument with guns, right? Like, um, just, you know, you know, our, our, you know, but I believe that guns actually protect kids. Um, and I just think that you're not using them. Like you have a school shooting where there's no cops. Okay. So, yeah, so why I, doesn't the school have cops? Why doesn't the school have school resource officers? Um, if we know this like, is a thing, why, why is the school being so cheap? Just to not have armed guards. Um, so you could still keep your freedom. It's like, you can have your freedom to do porn. Um, and all you have to do is have, is have a login and uh, you know, your kids can be safe. All you got to do is uh, is have some have paid guards in in your school. Uh, schools are making tons of money anyway. You can get all that lottery money, baby. And, and frankly, I, I don't know that people wouldn't just volunteer for that. I th- uh, t- I think Tennessee. I'll look at it and I might we'll put it up on Instagram. They had introduced a uh, a bill, I think, in Tennessee to add a crap ton of funding to hire security, hire armed, either off-duty police officers, veterans for the training, the, to hire them, to put them at the schools. So Tennessee is on board with all that. I mean, this is, it's not, it's not rocket science. Like if, if you're you getting something a, te- a fight, dude, there's gonna be a lot less people to do it. Like, you know, like bank, like bank robberies, like every, like every, like in the military, they talked, you know, you, you talked about being a hard target. Yeah. Right. That, that, that was, that was drilled into you. Yeah, you'd be a hard target. So when you're walking down the street and you're a female, you don't walk by yourself at night at 2 AM. You walk in a group of people because by yourself, you're a target, you're a target right. for people to talk right. to you and, and do like, so you just, you, you, 
don't create a target rich environment for people. And that's exactly what we've done. That's a gun free zone full of pedophiles. Yeah. Let's send the kids there at 8 a.m. We got little L buses that'll line them up. Line them up, pretty baby. Yeah, bunch of wackadoodles, man. Um, yeah. So you know, and and I don't feel like I'm going into a prison whenever I go into my bank. You know? No. But there's a dude that sits at a desk that there's nothing on the fucking desk in the back corner. Mm-hmm. Nothing on that desk. There's no computer. There's no name tag. And he's in a suit and tie. And he's sitting there. I know that dude's fucking strap packing. That's what that guy's yep. job is there to do. I know that because I'm a cop and I can see shit like that. You know, but uh, I don't feel like I'm in a prison when I'm in when I'm in the bank. And I, and honestly, I care more about my kids than I do my money. So protect my kids like you protect the money. Uh, but if this isn't a wake up call, guys, to get involved uh, for for all you guys that are listening into to fair stop, you know, obviously we're not. None of this is extreme, right? We don't we don't need extreme measures. But you got to fight back a little bit. Get involved in your kid's life. If this is the time, if this is, if you're a cop right now in your cop car and you need somebody to tell you to spend more time with your kids, spend more time with your marriage. If you're, uh, if you're a nurse, if you're a, uh, EMT and you need somebody, if you, if you need that wake up call that says, Hey man, you need to start burning some of those sick days. That's cool that you're a hero to your squad and you're, you know, the best team squad guys, but you've never burned a day, a day off in your life. And your kid is a fucking nerd and can't throw a ball. Or you can't take your kid for a hike on a trail without him being buried in the screens, or you, or your kid's fucking hands are uh, softer than the Charmin toilet paper that I, the, the four ply Charmin toilet paper in my thing. That's a problem. Those are parenting things that you could do better as a parent. Look and you know, he goes, "This is this is that wake up thing." He says, "Man, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to teach my kid to be a little bit more well rounded than he is." Because right now, what I see, what I see when I go out in public, is a whole bunch of soft little pussies. I see a bunch of soft little kids. I went hiking. I was disgusted at how many kids were had their faces buried in screens on the hike. I told my kids, my, my son said, well, dad, you, you have your phone with you, right? I said, yeah, but my phone is not a phone on this trip. My phone, my phone is a camera and that's it. I would have had a camera on this hike and I would take pictures of everything on this hike. I'd had a video camera on this hike and that's all my phone is. I'm not posting it to social media while I'm out here. I'm not fucking getting on to see what kind of likes and comments I have. I'm taking pictures and, and trying to have these memories so that I can go and share them with family members and things like that. But the amount of kids that were just sitting on benches in, in this awesome forest or these kids that were stumbling around and tripping over roots, wearing their ridiculous non-hiker clothing because their parents have gotten them out of the house for the first time in their whole existence because it was day one of spring break. It's disgusting to me. It's fucking foul and disgusting. Your bad parents were doing it. You're just checking the block. Check the block. Got him outside once for the year. Check the block. But your kid can't even fumble through the woods without playing on his phone. Fail. It's a fail. Get your kids outside more often, man. Make a plan. Make a plan to get your kids off the fucking screens. Make a plan to have a better diet so that your kid's not a fat freak. Make a plan that your kid can, can kind of run a little bit or do something a little bit more athletic or he can hang out or he's got a diet that, that's not causing him to have flaming ADHD. You know what I'm saying? Be a better parent. Do something a little bit better. Because right now, dude, I'm telling you, the evidence is out there that there's far more bad parents than there are good parents. We are outnumbered by bad parents. There's just too many out there, guys. There's too many of you out there. Too many of you out there checking the block and doing the wrong thing. I can't say it enough. Um, And get involved in these kids' lives, guys. Even if they're not your kids, get in life. If you care about the kids, care about your nephew, care about your niece, be proactive. Hey, hey, brother James, my niece, what's she learning in school, homie? Have you looked at her curriculum lately? Did you hear about this stuff in Oregon? 
Did you hear about this stuff in Florida? Is that reasonable to you? Are you sure your kid's not being taught that? Are you sure that your kid's not being confused right now by the public school system? Is there any teachers in there that are talking to my niece a little bit goofy? Like, is she, you know, have you had that kind? Maybe you can't, but I can because I'm Uncle Eric. You know, maybe I can say like, hey, man, you got any creepy teachers? She might tell me, you know, be proactive in protecting these kids and listen to what they have to say. I bet you learn a lot, man. I don't know. because my, my brother doesn't have kids yet, but tell you what, man, there's some crazy shit going on. Crazy shit going on. Uh, tomorrow, ComCenter. I'm excited about it. Um, for you paid members, if you didn't get, jump in here beforehand, you got to see all that stuff with our Patreon. That Patreon is becoming, it's cool, man. That's going to be my new favorite thing. Um, obviously, this will always be my favorite thing, but the, the Patreon thing is, is, is turning out to be really, really, really cool. And, and, and so for our YouTube paid members, that's, you know, we love you guys and, and we're going to make it to where you guys are going to have the extra content. But, you know, the freedom that we're going to have on Patreon, the freedom that we can say things that we want to say and we don't have to worry about it. It's only going to make our YouTube better because we don't we don't have to monetize everything on, on, on YouTube. If we're making, you know, if we're doing the things that we want to do on Patreon and, and, and that, subs that, that makes up for the money that we're going to lose on YouTube, then we can make our YouTube even more audacious. And we don't have to care about, about getting demonetized on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But right now we are on the teeth of YouTube and we've been on the teeth for YouTube and it's just been so hard trying to be careful what we can say and what we can't say and how we say it. the titles of the show. Um, you know, you title the show to get the plays and that's great. And you get more views, but then you get demonetized because of the title Then you don't make any money from the more views. So then you make a more conservative, you know, a more uh, conservative title and then you don't get as many clicks, which means you don't get as much money. I mean, just, it just YouTube is, is, it's such a suck for us. Um, aside from, you know, the paid members that we have. So I think this is just a really great, um, way to, to kind of combat that. And, and that's how the Patreon Plus, we can have a lot of more fun on there, too. So um, for everybody that has stayed with us on the podcast, uh, nothing changes for you guys. You guys always get the best. But for those people that want just a little bit more, we've got a little bit more to offer you on Patreon and our paid YouTube channels. And uh, again, our paid YouTube members get to hang out with us for shit, close to 40 minutes backstage before the show today. And we talked about a lot backstage and, and had a lot of fun. So um, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're not already subscribed to it. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. And also, if you become a paid member on Patreon, uh, you don't have to listen to any of the ads that go out on Megaphone because there'll be ad-free podcasts. Um, all of our podcast audio episodes will be ad-free on Patreon, I believe, right? Is that right? Yeah. And I, I think I'll, I'm going to try to see if we can do like maybe for like the, the everybody that signs up for Patreon for the first month or that we'll, there'll be something, we'll do something special for it. Like there'll be something there that only those people that that, that early access, those are the 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 dedicated wolf pack that we could do something special just, just for that. The early We're having on. fun right now, man. This channel is it's, growing super fast. We're becoming what I always wanted this channel to be. Um, and it's just this huge team effort. Everybody's pulling their way to the wolf pack is insane right now. Uh, we got this meetup that's just, you know, it's looking like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, mm -hmm. and, and the sponsors that we have are great. And we're able to just, like I said, like even that intro today, just phenomenal intro was a really great intro. The 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 stuff that we we've got coming up with true crime, the way we're going to be able to add to true crime, more pictures, more graphics, more things like that. Um, all that's because of you guys. It's all because of the super chats. Because you guys became pay members on YouTube. It's because of the advertisers. Um, because the people are just simply listening to the show and sharing it with their friends gets us more listens, which gets us more ad revenue. All those things, man. We put in all that back into just making bigger and bigger content. And um, and I think in the next year, two years, even coming election season, you're going to see some really cool shit coming from the show. Um, 
much more professional studio. As a matter of fact, we're about to we're about to purchase some more cameras and and some more stuff for the actual studio setup. So we'll have even multi-camera functions coming up for for some of these other shows. So lots of great stuff, man. Thank you guys so much for everything that you do. Um, until next time, guns up, giddy up. Woo.